Hi, Bella. Hello. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to Any Mum Can podcast and Facebook Live tonight. Um, I want to thank you so much for joining me this evening and making time to inspire other mums today. Oh, it's a pleasure. Glad to help. <laughs> Good. Um, I wanted to ask you to just introduce yourself and tell me um, how old you are, what, uh, how many children you've got, how old they are and what your health goals have been um, of this last 10 years. Okay, well, my name is, well, my name's Bella Tomlinson. I'm a mum of, I'm now 48. God, I can't believe I'm going to be 40. I'll be 49 this year, which is quite scary. Um, I've got two lovely girls who have grown up far too quickly. One of them is 12 and the other is about to be 14 any, any day. So they're quite grown up now. But yeah, <laughs> my babies are getting, getting old. Yeah. And tell me a little bit about your health goals over the last 10 years. Over the last 10 years, I suppose, since having the kids, I think the kids actually were a real kind of, having the kids are a real inspiration to get fit. I don't think I really, not get fit, but to sort of have more of a kind of awareness of my health, I think. After having them, I think they kind of gave me more energy, weirdly. I know that's a weird thing to say, but I think they gave me more stamina because you have to get used to being tired and and I think after having the kids, I just I, I kind of was surrounded by women who were quite fit and were going to the gym, which is something I hadn't until I moved to Leicester. It wasn't something I'd really discovered. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I kind of started to get into running. And so it's been the last sort of the last sort of ten years of my life have actually probably been the fittest years of my life, weirdly. So yeah, down to having the kids, having more stamina, and just having people around me, I suppose, that influenced. Me. So would you say would you say that you didn't particularly have health goals? You just seem to have been surrounded by people that were doing these things, and yeah, well, was... I, I, I wanted to. I suppose you have the obviously the classic thing after you've had a couple of kids, you want to get your body back into shape. So, so having sort of fitness, became, I think, became more important really to sort of be fitter and to yeah try and get your body back into some sense. But I think also. I think fitness for me was also my time after having the children. So I, I luckily felt there was a gym lo locally that had a crash and that meant That's that I could have some deal. time to myself. So that was yeah. sort of part of it, I think. And then I realised like actually going out for a run, I've got, eventually I had like, when I started to get really good at running, I had like, could have two hours to myself. And um, yeah, so... Oh, fantastic. Well, so tell me a little bit before then having children, what your your story was of of your relationship really with your body and the way you used to eat and just anything that really you felt like it was so different to what you are like now. Um, I suppose, well, from sort of years, I sort of I work, worked kind of like the classic work hard, play hard. <laughs> I kind of had quite a, a job that was involved quite a lot of kind of going out and sort of in, in sort of hedonistic lifestyle I suppose and I, I think I probably drank quite a lot <laughs> and and yeah so I sort of went out loads and didn't really have time for exercise I suppose and then um, yeah it was, a very, it was was different really it wasn't I don't think I had I had obviously have loads of me time before children but it's kind of more going out and I lived in Manchester at the time so there was kind of lots of places to go out. So you were quite active though, were you active in, even if you weren't per se doing exercise, 
did you yeah I'm yeah, always out and about <laughs> never you... really into fitness but yeah yeah I mean, I've always, to be honest actually I've always liked walking so even I think that's something from my that my parents installed on me so we always used to I did just like to go for like long walks even and then I kind of had a pair of walking boots and did a lake, lake district holiday and kind of yeah, so, so it was kind of like something that was surrounded by you even then you know doing activity and and even if you weren't um being told or oh, it's exercise it was something that you were surrounded by in your in your certain your family and yeah yeah, yeah. my mum and dad have always been real outdoorsy types um you know like they always used to take us on walks when we were little so yeah that's definitely an influence and but they're not they're not particularly sporty but no. just well, like healthy and like they've always eaten really well um been really aware of like lots of vegetables and I was yeah. sort of brought up parents are quite kind of not hippie but you know so they've kind of always been conscious of 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 having like like organic and sort of healthy food so I've always always we had hummus in our fridge and we were little and things like that mum used to make it herself so we've always had that kind of food so, yeah yes from a young yeah from a young yeah, age yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's been kind of yeah surrounded into you from from a long time, but yeah. then in terms of then your relationship with your body, because you'd mentioned when we were just having a brief chat before mm. about you know you um, mentioning thinking you know you you are tall, uh, much yeah. more taller than me, <laughs> um, but you you were conscious of things on your body but you kind of felt like oh because your height you were able to hide things but what did yeah. that mean to you your your relationship with your body well I've always I've always I think terrible I mean I think my generation you've always kind of had that pressure to be a certain certain figure I think now I definitely think you know like I've seen my girls they are so much more god open to every size you know size and shape and I think from from my generation you still wanted to be you know like Kate Moss was like yeah you know, gosh Kate yeah. Moss yeah and you know I was never going to be Kate Moss I've, I've always been like I've, I've, never, I've been a sort of size 14 probably since I was 14 I've always sort of been a similar size now, luckily I haven't put on you know I've having kids and never sort of got much bigger than that but yeah I always would, I'd always would have loved to be like a size 10 a size 8 but I kind of yeah, I've kind of now I've accepted it that I'm, I'd rather be a healthy size and healthy within myself. But and I've, yeah, I've accepted that. I'm, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, Kate Moss. I mean, Naomi Campbell. Those you know, yeah, those icons. kind of yeah, those supermodels. I mean, God, it was you. Yeah. That was the expectation, the sort of like nineties, is you know, the eighties and nineties to be skinny, glamorous, you know, women. But, um, Absolutely, and all the now, crop tops. The, yeah, crop tops. Didn't wear them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it's great now. I just love the fact that my girls have just been educated that it doesn't, you know, that kind of woman is not always real. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But from you, your point of view, yes, you had mm. that. But then you've um, evolved from there. You uh, went to uni and grew past that. What sort of things did you do to overcome that kind of feeling that you one you felt like desire to be like that, but then it wasn't was it not like you were it didn't really rock you? Um yeah. did, it, did it not it never gripped you? What sort of things did you do do you think that worked for you that 
that that never really took over your life that it was in that maybe yeah. something that was just in the back of your mind not at the forefront of your mind because for some people it really is at the forefront oh, of their yeah, mind yeah yeah I, I think it's a, a sort of acceptance of being just being a, sort of like a, a woman and respecting yourself I think into my 30s I thought well, you become much more confident about who you are and and, and you're thinking you know that's that's unattainable really some of that that kind of supermodel figure it's kind of it does a lot of hard work as well and I think sort of realism really of just accepting who you are and I don't know I suppose I am lucky that I don't put you know I mean I don't I do eat, I do eat and do put on, I do put on some weight but I don't seem to I've never really got too overweight so I've, I've kind of been, been happy and yeah, confident with what, I, what I've got now <laughs> And would you do any, are there any practices that you um, have now that you may not have done before that make you, help you be more accepting of your body, that you look, would you go as far as saying you love who you are, you love your body and you're happy? Yeah, I don't would say I love my body at all, but I do, I do love exercise now. I think it's like, like I said, since having the kids and sort of getting into that pattern, I really sort of, I, I have to have a run a week or I feel a bit kind of I just think I think having a run or having doing a bit of exercise you could just get those endorphins and I think now nah, if I don't do that exercise I really miss that and that's not just to you know keep your figure figure in trim I think it's for your mental state as well I think it's Absolutely. it's really important just to have yeah to sort of make yourself do it as well because I think it's really easy to sort of go oh god I can't bother tonight and and you can kind of get you can sometimes you think oh just have relax but then you always regret it I think if you don't actually push yourself and sort of go and do a bit of exercise have that, I don't know I get that bit of regret now and then so is that when you take yourself into the uncomfortable when you because it is easier just to oh just, yeah like yeah, listen yeah. to the thought in your head the mind yeah. say oh yeah. do you know what sod it just tonight let's just go yeah. and do something else yeah. Uh, yeah so what do you do do you do you just ignore it you just no well, I'm, well the thing I do at the moment is I get in my kit I get in my get in my gym kit in the morning rather than just so I know that I'm then I'm dressed I've got to go and do it so so yeah if, I, if I've got a plan and I try and you know do a run and then you know, the next day I do like a, I'm saying I do like a Joe Wicks or an online kind of workout I just I think if I get into my kit that definitely makes me do it and if I don't I might suddenly get other jobs in the house or work takes over and that, it kind of, it will take my mind off it. So yeah, that's one. Yeah, because it is, it's deprived. You get deprioritised so quickly. Yeah. And yeah, I find yeah. putting your kit kit on means like that's it. You've said yes. Yeah. Even yeah. if it isn't that, that very minute, I might just quickly no. put a washer on and then go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, that commitment and it's a signal, isn't yeah. it, to the mind. Yeah. And, getting, and getting a group of friends and obviously before... Um, situation we're in now is but having friends around you that um I don't know a great motivation so I've got sort of really close friends Lucy and Helen who have been like my kind of we've even got a, a running club called Hellabaloo Running Club because we, got, we get together and we, we used to go to the gym together and then we just stay together sort of like like exercise kind of friends really so that's I think really good motivation to have sort of a group of women that um, are similar and want to Sort of meet together and that makes me if you've got a date in the diary to go and do something that's kind of like a commitment isn't it yeah commitment yeah definitely and how have you been able to be supported with by your husband 
partner um, in being able to do all these things because a lot of mums really struggle with that the the support element because um, I know your partner he works well used to I mean right now yeah, in lockdown yeah. not so much <laughs> yeah. but you know he works far away sometimes um, and how did you get around that when the children were younger being able to because you had the crash when you were at the gym but if yeah you were... I had the crash we had that for yeah for a long time when they were little and then unfortunately it was at the university gym in Aston that they kind of closed it down for non-university staff. Um, I can't, I think I suppose at that stage, I, was, I think I was lucky. I think it almost sort of coincided and sort of starting school. So and okay. I'm, I've, I work part time as well. I don't work full time. So I've been really lucky with that as well. So I've been able to fit in, like, yeah, my exercise during, during the sort of like the week really when I'm not working. That is good. But even people that are working part time still find it really hard yeah. to prioritise well, themselves because people, we find it so hard to prioritise over, would you believe, like cleaning the house, cooking meals, all these other things that just seem to shout louder than, do you know what, just go and get a bit sweaty and uh, prepare some really good, f healthy food for you, not necessarily just for the family. Yeah. Um, you know, how, what would you say for you? Was that driver, was it your friends that were doing it or were you doing those things on your own, but you just embedded that mindset that, you know what, I need to do this yeah, for my well-being? Yeah. I think it was, I think I embedded the mindset. I mean, friends as well. I think it was a combination, I think, is having those sort of peers around you um, that do exercise. Um, but yeah, no, it's just a mindset now. Um, it's, I don't know, it's just yeah, it's just wired. general routine. Yeah, yeah and is, I, yeah. I, my husband's, you know, he's... It's been really supportive. If I, and I used to do sort of mar half marathons and things, and obviously they'd normally be at the weekend. So yeah, you've got to. He had to have the kids. It's no, it's no question. <laughs> He's gonna have the kids for the day. So um, yeah, but also mother-in-laws as well. My mother-in-law has been really good. She's okay. like not too far away, so she really helped as well. And I wanted to go and do. If I've gone away to do a run or something, and maybe there was an overnight involved or something, then um, she was always helpful as well. So yeah on the grandparents is always a good one to oh absolutely <laughs> absolutely yeah but in terms then like because you touched on then so it's embedded in you would you mm -hmm. say that the things you do so eating healthy is something that you've grown from a young age vegetables has been a real big part of your um mm -hmm. yeah just normal everyday life yeah. and so would you say you eat relatively healthy do eat relatively healthy I think I eat good sort of quality food um obviously I do have a pizza night on a Friday occasionally um so yeah I mean I think I have quite a balanced diet really I do I you know try and eat a lot of fish and pulses and things but yeah I do love my cheese I did eat far too much cheese over Christmas but um I don't know I, can, I think it's just that balance really is not to get yeah. sort of excessive with things I mean I'd never dream of having like a whole packet of biscuits. You know, I'd have one biscuit and I don't, I tend not to buy processed biscuits and things. I try and make cakes, which is probably just as bad for you. But um, yeah, I kind of really do. I do a lot of baking, even more so these days. Oh, much, <laughs> I think actually. You and the whole country. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. But yeah, I mean, at least they are homemade. But yeah, I found that, um, yeah, my daughter loves baking. I'm not the biggest fan. And, uh, but there's just so much more readily available things to eat. Yes, yeah. send it off. That's it, knock on like family's doors, yeah, friends' yeah. doors and drop food off. But yeah, it is good. And it's a nice gesture anyway, at this time, you know, um, 
to an excuse to go drop some food at people's houses and say hello and then yeah, say bye definitely. yeah no that's a chunk i've gave my friend a big chunk of my daughter's birthday cake so i thought i can't have that much cake and i made this huge cake and i just couldn't have it in the house because for all of us, I didn't want everybody to eat it because there's so much sugar in it. But yeah. often, you know, I like making cakes, so I was going to make it. But yeah, I just gave a big health chunk to to a friend. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. And like, because sugar is my weakness, and um, so yeah, definitely. Um, my daughter's made red velvet cake, and oh. yeah, let's just go and send it to uh, grandparents and aunts and uncles. Yeah, it's a nice yeah. way to share share the love, share the sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, share the sugar, absolutely. But so. Yes, you shared about your the way you've been uh, in your your motherhood and from a young age with food, and now into your life right now. So, would you say it's part of your identity? You know, because you talked about Ron um, supporting yeah. you uh, the weekends if you're doing uh, going for runs, doing events. Uh, would and he has you know just accepts it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, you know, because no, it's part of you, right? Yeah, that's part of me now, and. I think, like I say, I've got these friends that are kind of really real sort of motivators as well. And they, we all sort of like look at events over the year and it's quite nice to have something. We plan two or three events in a year because I just sort of cycle as well. So now that's become, as I've got older, the hips aren't so good at the running. But um, yeah, so getting those kind of events in the year as well. So you've got something to aim for, I think. Yeah, I always really did good. that with the running. Um, yeah. So how many events, how many events are you doing? I mean, I know it's hard with lockdown, so yeah. a lot of the things are online where you do it virtually. Yeah, yeah I've not actually done any of those. I know I've got a couple of neighbours that have been doing the sort of Strava um, events. Yeah. I, yeah, I've not actually signed up for one of those. Um, but you're still motivated regardless of yeah. whether you're doing I mean, the events. Yeah, again, Ron, my husband, he, he likes brewing as well, and he's very into sort of keeping fit as well. So I think he's a motivation, like the... Yeah, it was this morning, no, it was yesterday morning. He got up before me and got ready to go for a run. And I was like laying in bed thinking, oh God, I don't know if I want to go for a run. But the fact that he did, I was almost like, I'm going to, if he's doing it, then I should do it. So he's a good motivator as well. He's kind of. Yeah, it does help, doesn't it? I mean, I have to agree. Yeah. With Although I might be a personal trainer, um, there are definitely days you don't want to do it or yeah. don't feel like it um, and it's raining or, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm not the biggest runner. I did used to run a lot um, and then I found kind of strength training. Uh, yeah. And when the children were really younger, I just found running was too time. Yeah, it does take time. time. Yeah. And so I just found kettlebells <laughs> and that's basically <laughs> how I started kettlebells because um, yeah. I just found it so much more efficient and I uh, loved how it made me feel uh, doing dynamic exercise doing fast pace that worked your heart worked your heart so you got a cardio but you got the um, strength from it too yeah so that's you and I sorry I was gonna say well no you definitely need that I mean obviously that's how I met you to come into your two hit classes and now, I mean, that's now part of my thing as well as I'm running. And now, down to you, Fisher, is I always like do one of those routines, at least one of those a week as well, because, yeah, I saw the benefits from, from coming Yeah, to and it's that building your bone density, you know, um, once you are like, we're both in our 40s and bone density actually becomes really important. Muscle um, increases your metabolism because your muscles burn more calories at rest. So there's a whole load of benefits to strength training. And so that's why I kind of parked running for a very long time, partly because I didn't have time. And two, I just got so much of an adrenaline 
from strength training and yeah. I just loved what it did to my body and it helped actually the whole thing of um, trying new things out with for things that I was bringing to working with my clients so it was always yeah. really exciting um, yeah. so then I've gone back to running too um, yeah. but not as much and I only do it really because it's a chance to get really because oh, yeah. of lockdown to get out of the house the moment. That's what, I mean I think I sort of yeah wasn't doing as much running, but I've definitely sort of got that, that more into me since lockdown yeah only because it's my <laughs> yes and a podcast and I, I feel like I've got I've got some miles in rather than walking um yeah. so yeah so it's part of your identity which is mm -hmm. fundamentally because actually it becomes so ingrained in you yeah, and yeah and you have you ever had any time of your life when you've had unconscious patterns you weren't aware of like eating things that you uh, if you ever struggled with something in a time of your life with food or not ever feeling like spiraling out of a habit that you wanted to maintain um not really i don't know i don't think so i had a lot of pistachios at christmas we had a big bag of pistachios <laughs> i got a bit addicted to those um but no i think i don't i don't think i've really Are you quite balanced well, yeah, why? Just why? Has wine ever oh, been God. a weakness? Yeah, well, wine, of course. <laughs> Definitely. But, um, Liquid calories. Yeah, I mean, yeah, wine. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think I've, again, I've, yeah, I probably do drink too much now. <laughs> but <laughs> what do you do? Friend, do you my friend laughing at me. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you do? What, if you know you've had, like, an indulgent christmas a christmas uh, you know parties and things like that just does that make you feel guilty do you feel like you yeah feel, I mean, I what do you what how do you balance it do you just I think do you feel oh, a bit you know bad. Do, you feel, do you feel bad you feel guilty you know and you're just sort of thinking you know, i drank too much <laughs> i said something silly regrets but no um no but i think uh i just yeah, I always sort of try and then balance it out by kind of just being healthy for a few days and sort of just kind of getting your body back and drinking lots of water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But generally, you know, you say you eat for a few days, healthy for a few days, but is it because, you know, generally you just eat really well anyway and you don't tend to overindulge every single day? So you just think, well, yeah, what what is it yeah. that you... I How do you suppose, manage I, that? Yeah, I suppose it's just, yeah, and, and it's just that, it is that balance, isn't it, of just sort of like knowing that it's not, not a bad thing every now and again to have too much cake or too much pizza or too much wine, because it's, you know, as long as you don't have it every single day, and it's just, it's kind of knowing when to, you know, when to stop on those things. And, do you keep a track in your head or how do you manage because some people yeah, just don't, no, don't see i don't i do try like again after christmas did the classic thing after new year i, I kind of signed up to my fitness pal and i started count, count um counting my calories but i i did i sort of started that on the last few months i started doing that and then i just i just give, <laughs> i just kind of give up and sort of think oh god um i don't know i don't think i can be that strict anymore do it yeah and I don't know, at the moment, I also I just don't think. I don't know. I don't think. There's a benefit. I always find with my yeah. fitness pal personally, the benefit does not weigh out the effort that goes into putting no, it on. No, it. it's it's a it's a real faff to kind it of is. constantly track. And from an Asian food point of view, and like 
you know a lot of people think asian food's not healthy but it really is if you yeah. prepare it's certain foods and we um a good half of our week's diet is asian food and putting that into yeah. my fitness pal is and it's just yeah, so it arbitrary is. it's so arbitrary you don't even know if it's accurate so what is yeah. the point i'm not yeah. even going to bother it's better just to understand food rather yeah. than try and count calories um yeah. because actually eating cal calorie counting is not the most productive thing because no. calories you know 100 a thousand calories of processed food versus a thousand calories of um whole foods from plants yeah. and and yeah. you know meats or fish and healthy fats really is not the same your body responds so differently and that's why i just think calorie counting is um misleading it's good yeah. to understand what calories are yeah yeah i think it, i don't know i suppose it just makes you sort of understand what you're sort of like intaking through the day and thinking oh my god all those little extra sort of bits added. yeah I, I think it's aware if you're having cake and um things that are sweet um things that are not in your control if you like that you've not prepared uh if you're eating meats red meats understanding the fats of that because that's you know but even that as small amounts of saturated fat are okay but i think it's um it's understanding if you're eating food from outside the home understanding what those rough yeah, calories yeah, are yeah. But if your food is generally balanced and you're preparing food with real food as in yeah. not using sprays using real oils that are not from refined oils and trying to source um cold pressed oils or just nicer quality oils rather yeah. than the the cheaper and and then just having fresh fruit and veg yeah definitely and vegetarians that have you know you know meats and uh, fishes and you don't have to have them because there's so many other things that provide protein outside of that realm so mm. um that's my kind of take on food of yeah. and, and not having to make people feel like oh i have to calorie count and it's so uh, exhausting and yeah. and yeah you've been you've tried it you've given up yeah. and then well, I think as well, if you balance it out, we know you're exercising as well. You kind of, and that's what, that's what actually was quite good to remind me is that actually by doing that bit of exercise, it meant that you've got that little extra, you can have that little extra bit to eat because you've, you know, you've done a bit of exercise as well. So I think that's anything you kind of reminded me that and encourages them to sort of go out and do do more exercise. <laughs> so would you say then, from your point of view, do you feel like you exercise so you can have some um treats and, and and would you say your treats are daily um i wouldn't say my treats are daily i don't know yeah i suppose i mean i do yeah but I, I i just i do enjoy the fact of going out and exercising i do like going out for a run and i do like the feeling of of doing you know an online workout or at the moment so it's sort of yeah it's a bit of both really it sort of helps obviously helps you know give you a figure Doing a bit of exercise, yes, of course. To be able to, but yeah, I never. I think I do like my food. I, I always will. I always will do. I'm not like I won't, won't just be able to eat dust and like <laughs> lettuce leaves. <laughs> <laughs> I do like cheese, so yeah. I suppose having that kind of that will to exercise you know, makes me psychologically allows me to have and cheese. <laughs> yeah, but you've got some sort of built-in way of knowing that okay i can like hold a moderation on it yeah i suppose so yeah not always not always <laughs> <laughs>
That's great. I mean, I, I personally love exercise. I didn't always love exercise. Um, a lot of my children think, oh my God, she must have been like an athlete when she was at school, <laughs> like far from it. Um, oh. But, you know, I do enjoy it. Uh, I didn't even just, I didn't even decide to go into, well, I did decide to become a personal trainer, but it was my friend that suggested it. I said, oh, why don't you go into health first? Yeah. I was like, really? I don't know why. <laughs> and then I thought about it and I thought, well, like, why not give it a try? Because I did actually, yeah. re I started doing a bit of running and then I thought, well, I actually really enjoy that. And, you know, that's how then I found fitness personally. I didn't have that many people around me. That, in fact, nobody around me is at all sporty. <laughs> um, my husband wasn't at all. And he, I had to really try, try and get him into doing, going to the gym. And he was not interested. I mean, it's really like, in, he's a aiming for his first marathon and yeah he runs as well doesn't he yeah he does a lot of running and so i'm really proud of him but he he you know the more you tell somebody the less like they're going to do it so then yeah. he just i just stopped and he found his own way on his own accord without me um badgering or yeah. anything like that i just let him be and now i think we both silently motivate each other because yeah. we see how the other is doing something and I think, yeah, okay, I need to do something or, or vice versa. And I don't train every day because I just think, oh, well, I'm not really needing to. If I do, I do, do, if I don't do a training session, I do yoga, at least yeah. just 10 minutes, feel yeah, like my body's stretched. Yeah, I think that's isn't it really important now as well. I, I never used to stretch before runs or after runs, but now at the age I definitely my hips like I think because I was doing a bit too much not too much running over the summer but I was doing more my hips went and I'm yeah stretching now I really make sure that I stretch before I run stretch and I come back like today I did like a 10 minute stretch before I did like a little hip workout yeah it's really good yeah like my I've got a friend who's a real Pilates um instructor and she yeah she's a real like you gotta stretch and I was a bit I did sort of say oh god you don't need to but now I do understand it and I'm taking it all in and... yeah because injury seriously that's yeah. why I used to get you guys to stretch so and do yeah. that really long deep yeah, stretch no, at the important. end it is yeah and I love it and even just doing a little bit in the morning um and just silent kind of movement in in dim lighting. Um, it's relaxing, it's Yeah, good, it is, with a bit of affirmations. Yeah. yeah. Do you do any of those things? Do you do use any affirmations to help you through any challenging times? Um, I haven't done. I've, I've got, I've, yeah, I've been sort of, my friend recently has been kind of like telling me more about um, she kind of what she uses. It's not Mindspace. There's a few apps, aren't there? There are. Like meditation. Um, and I know that, I can't remember which one it's called, I can remember, I'll tell you. But um, yeah, no, so I've kind of like listened. I don't, I don't, I've never really used them and I've, I've become more aware of it now. And, and like you introduced it into sort of the end of our hit workout. And I kind of understand the importance of it now. And I think with some friends, it's really helping at the moment. It's certainly, you know, what we're going through and, and understand the importance of it. Um, but I, I just haven't had, this is a real kind of classic thing. I've, I've not found the time for it. So I need to, I think, I'll, you know, I am interested in trying to make sure I do sort of bring that into my weekly kind yeah. of kind I of. think, um, I think some people find it sooner because they are going through struggle. Or yeah. I think our childhood can often be a big part of why we don't feel um, 
enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of mums that struggle with uh, feeling they can make time for themselves, prioritise themselves. And some of it can really come from what we've seen when we've been, a lot of it does, comes from what yeah. we've seen growing up. And for you, growing up, you have seen, what would you say you've seen? You've seen your parents yeah i mean good food on the table yeah, walking. I, I had i had a very a very very i'm very lucky my parents are really you know wonderful parents and they kind of like really i don't know inst- instilled sort of like like having sort of no stress well no not necessarily having no stress but my dad is an artist and he's really stressful and he used to swear loads and get really really stressed about things but i don't know this gave me a really balanced childhood of combination of kind of yeah, healthy food, going out for walks, fun, having loads of friends, yeah. importance of friends, um, having no prejudice about anything, and you know, just very open. And so, I don't know. Yeah, I had a great, a great upbringing. So I'm really thankful for that because I think that's really put me, let like in a sort of mental state of, of kind of quite positivity and being, you know, generally yeah, happy <laughs> and stable. You've got like you. And a lot of people turn to affirmations when it's a time of of need, really. You know, you hit, yeah. a, hit a block and you can't see a way forward and you need to try and help you move through it. I mean, I know I did it because I never thought I would be able to run my own business because I thought I'd be in a corporate organisation for the rest of my life. Um, and I found affirmations helped me to believe that, yes, I can do this. I can stand in front of 20 people and teach a class. Um, yeah. And it, it helped me most certainly. And, and it's definitely yeah. a big practice that I help um, clients with to, you know, in coaching really to move past um, yeah. barriers. But it was just interesting to hear if you use anything. So that's great that you're yeah. considering it, but I can see why in some ways it's like- I haven't had to call it. Yeah, yet, yeah. I think, I, me and my, I think my mum is always, my mum's been definitely like for women. And she's always, she's, you know, she's always said that women are just as strong as men and that women can do just, you know, are just as good. And she's a really good role model, really. And there's always just said, go for it in life. You know, she's, she kind of had, a, she went for a job that she wasn't qualified for and just went, you know, she just said, I can do this. She could do it. She might not have had the qualifications behind it. And she, she's, she's, I've always remembered that if you want something, just go for it. Absolutely. What, you know, what's yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> what's it to lose, right? Yeah, they can only say no. Basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Great. Well, what I wanted to ask you, uh, just to finish off, because um, yeah. you've shared some really great insights into the way you've um, been able to live your life, your changes over your time, a nice real glimpse into the way you um, put your health first now and with your health goals and, and with children and work. Mm-hmm. What would you say have um, been the biggest influences for you? Well, I suppose, like I say, my mum was a really good influence. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Biggest influence. Circle, your circle of friends have been. An circle influence. of friends, yeah, definitely. I mean, I've met moving to Leicester when I was a, I was pregnant with my second child. I met a great bunch of mums in Clarendon Park. I've got lifelong friends. You know, I know I'm going to be friends with them forever. And yeah, so I think surrounding yourself with great friends, like-minded people, which yeah, has been really easy around here. It's kind of like. I just yeah found found my people <laughs> it is it's true so, and I think a lot yeah. of people find that hard you know to make that change because if you're not surrounded by people how how do you break that 
you yeah. have to make some brave decisions right yeah um, definitely let go so, of yeah, people no. Let yeah, go definitely. of people that are not necessarily mm. um, s- helping you if you want to go in a particular direction. Yeah. And would you, what would you say is your uh, one of your superpowers? Um, I like to I can chat to anyone. I like I, I like to sort of I think I can chat to people and make them feel comfortable. I think I like because I've you know I've had to go to sort of business networking kind of meetings and you kind of have to chat to sort of in a more corporate way or. I was like a PT, a member of the PTFA at school and sort of like speaking to all different sort of parents at, at the kids' primary school. So, yeah, I just like, I like to think I can kind of... Just that confidence, you know, in terms of bringing that back to be a superpower of your health, would you think it's just you're willing to try anything? You're confident? Yeah, I, I do like to, I, I'll just go, just go for stuff, so I'll suggest it, good or bad, I'll tend to try it. So, like... Yeah, like my friend Sarah talk, we went, we um, climbed, what do you call it, when you climb, we went up the um, big massive chimney in Northampton, it's like 550 feet in the, up in the sky, there's a little old lift shaft in Northamptonshire, and I just said, oh yeah, I'll try that, um, it was so high, it was unbelievable, but we did it, we were both crying, but we did it, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, having nutty friends is not so good, but yeah. Yeah, so good. you're kind of a bit like... Yeah, confident, fearless. Would you go yeah. as far as that? Would you say you're fearless? Oh, I don't think I'd ever gone on a motorbike. That's what oh, okay. <laughs> but um, I don't think yeah, I would. I do. I did. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind heights. So I suppose that's quite. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Okay. I'll just go for stuff. <laughs> and so you definitely put your mental health first, and your self-love practice is probably. Would you say it's around just actually moving your body and eating well, or is there anything else? Would you consider yeah. that your self-love practice? Yeah, I don't really. I never really sort of like think of it that in that kind of way. But um, but yeah, just sort of like just making time, making making sort of having decent friends, meeting friends. I've had to like with lockdown, just meeting that one friend for a walk and just having a chat. I think speaking to people, not holding everything in, is important. And I probably sometimes I think I probably divulge too much about my life, but I I kind of find it quite easy just to let it all out. But yeah, so having good friends that you can talk to. Um, well, I can't remember yeah, the question. Just me. No, well, just your yeah. self-love it is. It's just yeah. making sure you're okay, right? Yeah. Your health, and, and well-being. And also being to your partner about it as well, being honest with them, not, not holding back. Yeah, <laughs> just absolutely. Tell them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, fantastic. Well, we've come to the end of our time and thank you so much for sharing. and being so honest about the things you've been doing the things where you've been when you were younger and and your really lovely childhood really that you know your parents have given you a really good stead of of uh, confidence and balance and inspiration too so yeah really good and it makes such a difference to the way we see ourselves in our in our adult life right so very blessed um i hope you see absolute gratitude and, and celebration oh. for them and um, be your parents and yeah thank you for your time this evening oh thank you Vish, for inviting me <laughs> that's all right terrible <laughs> no and any parting thoughts for mums that are you know struggling on their path what would you what would you suggest to them to help uh, inspire them to do something to help them on their journey I just think that they've got to, you have got to try and allow some time for yourself and just try and get that. I know it's not always that easy, but 
get your partner or your friend to have the kids, you know, for a few hours or even if it's 15 minutes so you can go either go out for a walk or go you know it's just that having that time for yourself and not think yeah just making sure that you do have that time I suppose <laughs> you know it's, it's not always easier said than done but it is, yeah but it is starting somewhere and that's what my parting thought would be too um to any mums out there that are struggling it's about making even just five minutes of time to do something for yourself and that's not yeah. necessarily sitting watching tv or or having a soak in the bath but it is actually to do something that will help shift you into Endorphin. feeling different yeah <laughs> to release really the good, good hormones the healthy yeah. the feel good hormones and yeah, that could definitely. be just five minutes of uh, doing some yoga doing some squats i'm a big fan of squats or doing some movement that just yeah. means that you are doing more than walking and signaling to the body that you are able to do this so yeah, five minutes five minutes yeah. So yeah. thanks for guys for listening. Thanks for watching on the live and take care.